In roller derby, holding space is an empowering, often intimidating act of strength and strategy for oneself and or teammates. Holding Space, the podcast, clears the floor for conversations that touch upon race, class, identity, and privilege to amplify stories, build community, and make more connections in the skate world. This is Holding Space with Magical Wheelism. Welcome. Who dis? It's though me plus the gorgeous track Midnight Lover by ROFEU, which was generously made available through Creative Commons. And speaking of new moves and things, today's guest, fitness coach and writer Octopus Prime, announced earlier this year the winding down of Iron Octopus Fitness, her online fitness and coaching business geared to roller derby skaters. For the uninitiated, Prime's work is anti-racist and rooted in body acceptance. I was an admirer and follower of hers for some time before becoming a client. And when I started this podcast, she was the first person I told. I said, something like, hey, I'm thinking of starting a podcast that centers POC skaters. And her reply was, that is awesome in all caps. I can't wait to listen and immediately offered to sponsor it uncredited. And while I, you know, turned down those offers, it gave my sales that first gust of wind. She was also one of my very first listeners and dutifully shared my links in her newsletters and socials for quite a bit when Holding Space launched. Being such a supportive, anti-racist, all bodies accepting ally in the roller derby universe from the jump, I knew I wanted to invite Prime on the pod somehow. We kicked around some ideas. Then it occurred to me it'd be really interesting to conduct a quasi-exit interview with Prime. You know, the kind you get after you've given away all of your plans and hit send on your wistful goodbye internal mass email, but before you turn in your security ID. So your girl pulled up the article, 10 most important interview questions you should ask employees who are leaving and why from Cenefits.com and the 37 best tarot questions according to Reddit, like some sort of new age HR director and got to work. Enjoy. I read your AMA, The End is Near, the newsletter today from Iron Octopus Fitness. And I had this idea about since you are in this sort of winding down phase, I thought it would be really interesting to get your insight as an entrepreneur who's moving on, who's moving forward, a figure in this derby community. I kind of wanted to kind of situate us in the present, but also look at the past and the future, if that makes any sense. Yeah, like a three-card spread. Let's do it. Bingo. Exactly. (laughs) So I don't know. What do you feel like starting with? Do you want to start with your with a tarot question or an exit interview question? Let's just start with an exit interview question. Okay. I'm a Gemini. I like that hard data. So that's where we're gonna start. (laughs) Okay. Question number one. Why are you leaving? Which I guess would be interpreted or, you know, fitted to your you know, means is 
why are you winding down Iron Octopus Fitness? What is Iron Octopus Fitness? So I, when I started Iron Octopus Fitness, I think I really just, and this is how I would like introduce it at places like RollerCon. Like this is a resource, a cross-training resource for roller derby athletes. And it became a lot more <laughs> than I was expecting. And it took a lot more out of me than I was expecting, I think. And that is ultimately why I think I'm leaving because I feel like, I feel like I can't continue to give of myself in the way that the community needs me without, this is going to sound terrible because it sounds like I'm calling everybody out, but without support, you know, like roller derby is a place where I think we like to pretend like we support certain ideas and we just don't really. So if I'm going to be out there talking about, you know, health at every size and body positivity and fat liberation or social justice or the way that we treat pregnant people in our community. And it's like, it became this thing where I felt like I was constantly having to, I turned into Sisyphus. Like I was constantly pushing this boulder up a hill where I had to be like, the first time I started Iron Octopus Fitness, I was like, hey, let's talk about off seasons. And so I spent a long time like pushing that boulder up a hill and like convincing people that off seasons were something that should happen. And now it's kind of taken for granted. And so then I thought about like, oh, I want to talk about pregnancy or I want to talk about you know, health at every size or intuitive eating or whatever in terms of athletes. And I just like looked at all those boulders at the bottom of the hill. And I was like, I can't push those up by myself anymore. And that's kind of why I decided to stop, I guess. How long has the business been in existence? Um, So it started in January of 2016. So this is four and a half. It made it four and a half years. I made a promise to myself that I like wouldn't make a decision to close it until I made it five years, but I broke it. (laughs) So it goes, whatever. Time is a concept that's really nebulous nowadays. Exactly. And fun fact that you don't know, but I am amazed that it started in 2016 and just how nuts time is because the first time I heard you speak and learned about your business was on Kat Silvaki's Flat Mat Radio. Yeah, yeah. She actually, um, that was like three months in or something. Maybe it started in 2015. I can't remember. But I was only like three months in and I like commented on something that she said in a forum and she saw that we lived nearby, right? Like we both live in the Pacific Northwest. She's in Tacoma and I'm in Bremerton. And she was like, I'd love to have you on the pod. And I, at that point was, you know, <laughs> three months into my entrepreneurship and was like, I have no idea what the fuck I'm talking about. Are you sure you want me on your podcast? And she was like, oh yeah, it'll be great. And it was like, I really like talking to Kat. She's amazing. Uh, we're actually doing like a virtual race together and kind of talking about it now. So we're still in contact. And I was on the pod twice and it was like, I think if anyone launched Iron Octopus Fitness, it was probably her and the Apex like together helped me be successful. So, so interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, so I, this kind of feels like a full circle moment. Now you're going to be my last pod, probably. Your last really cool. exit interview. No, but yeah. you're not, this is, I hope this is not the last time you're on holding space. Maybe it is on like the Iron Octopus manifestation. So... Do you want a tarot question now? So there's the, there's the, what do I need to know most about my sister, brother, husband, friend, mother? How can I move forward questions? How can I move my career forward? How Let's can I do move- that. 
How can I move my career forward? Let's see where, let's see where I'm going. I have no idea. And shuffle, shuffle, shuffle. Do you have a way to shuffle or do you like have a preference? Cause I know people are very like, I don't, I like to shuffle them like playing cards, but then there's always the, the chance that they're going to like explode up into your face because I have small hands there's a a card (laughs) see like I think when I got my first deck I didn't know that tarot cards were not the same size as playing cards and I was like how the fuck do you shuffle these and then I you know figured it out sorry okay tell me when to stop I'm gonna close my eyes so I can feel it stop Mm, okay and we have the Hierophant reverse. Oh my God. I don't think I've ever drawn that card in my life. So let's consult. This is from Jericho Mendeber, by the way. The Hierophant reverse. And the question was, what do you need to know about your career or moving forward? Was that? Yeah. Yeah. Moving words? forward with my career. Oh my God. I'm nervous. Reverse cards make me nervous, man. This is a very like touchy feely deck. So that is a huge book it's, that they came with. It's so intense. It's like massive. It's beautiful. And it's stuck in the box. Yeah. <laughs> Her event reversed. If there's a person or a force that's restricting your growth by imposing traditions or norms on you that you don't subscribe to, it may be time to move on. Oh my God. But what if that person is me? Embracing nonconformity is the essence of the Hierophant reverse. Don't be afraid to break away from the status quo if it's not serving you. You'll be in the minority, but with determination, you are successfully forge your own path. And that's a pretty good feeling. Trust yourself. So I really think my interpretation as far as your career and how can I move forward is this is clearly a person or persons or force that's restricting your growth by imposing traditional fitness models and ways of being and thinking that you don't subscribe to anymore. Yeah. You know, that's probably accurate. And I think that you need to embrace nonconformity and don't be afraid to break that status quo and find your own path forward. You know? Yeah. And then the affirmation is I'm a bridge between heaven and earth. Transmitting wisdom for the greater good. Look Interesting. Dang. And then self-care. You ready for this? Because it comes with yes. a self-care tip. If it doesn't tell me to read 70 books, then it's wrong. But okay, I'm ready. What does it say? No lie. Read for pleasure. Yeah. Not, <laughs> not a book that you think you should read. Go to the library and grab something that speaks to you in a deeper way. Don't spend too much time reading the blurb. Just take it home. Read it until the end. Let yourself relish the intimacy, privilege, and learning experience, regardless of the book that is reading just for you. Dang. That's amazing. I'm going to do that. I actually just finished a book recently, so I have to pick a new one. Question number two, was there something that could have been done differently that would have kept you here? No, I mean, capitalism is not roller derby's fault, even though we fit inside that (laughs) umbrella. We fit underneath the umbrella. Um, Fuck, it's hard. Being an entrepreneur is hard. Well, you know, like we had this conversation a long time ago when you were starting the podcast, like how do you balance your own personal time versus what you give other people versus what you have to do to make money? So no. Yes. And at that point, 
I decided that I didn't want to go into the business influencer online personality path and to make this a doable hobby. Yeah, it's weird. It's definitely weird being in that space where like, I started my business with the help of a coach that was all about personal brand, like you're your own personal brand. And I just think like, it feels really dangerous having dipped my toe into that water more than my toe into that water and managed to make it back out like (laughs) co-modifying yourself for something that is just a job is very hard to put into words what it is but I mean you're essentially objectifying yourself to like the nth degree it's not just your body it's not just whatever it's your mind it's your feelings it's your authenticity like it all it's, becomes a commodity exactly i you do, it's like and then at the end of the day it's like what do you have left for yourself like what do you have what isn't commercialized what isn't for sale i could never reconcile that it just felt like too i don't know too all consuming yeah i mean and kudos to the people who can do it and there are some who i feel like thrive on that sort of attention economy economics but and it feels like in your line of business that seemed to be like a very integral part, like especially it's just the whole selling of a of a lifestyle, of a life, of a body type and dreams, aspirational stuff. Right? Like wouldn't you say that's yeah. that's the fitness realm? Yeah. I mean, one of the things that you learn most when you go to these coaches and they teach you how to market and they teach you how to sell is like finding people's pain points, like you have to figure out what, what hurts people and you have to poke it. And I just, man, <laughs> like, why, why would you want a job where you hurt people to make but, them feel better? I like, mean, but, but that's, that's advertising, right? That's yeah. what they do. They like make you think that you have a want that you need something that consumerism and capitalism can provide you. Yeah. I mean, I think ultimately what I realized is like, I can't, market that way anymore and I didn't want to spend time figuring out how to market or sell any other way because I just was like I'm over it (laughs) I've been four and a half years of doing it that I was just like fuck it I'm out of here yeah no I I really liked how if I remember correctly like in your for like your early days it was all about how to integrate fitness as a derby skater in a really busy lifestyle it was never about like making you feel insecure about your shortcomings in any realm or any way. It was always about like, let's, we're all busy. Let's try to fit in fitness where we can <laughs> or something. Right. Like, yeah. That, that's yeah. And I think the, like. the logical conclusion of that is that I took that detour into like, maybe the way your body looks doesn't really matter. Maybe, you know, maybe you can function and perform doing less than we think. Like, maybe you being happy is more important. And that's not a detour that is often taken in fitness. I think mm-hmm. you really have to be like driving along a dark and lonely road and like crash off the cliff to find yourself in that detour. I feel like sometimes. So <laughs> no, or, or yeah. Otherwise you have to like be the, you know, like Truman show of it all where everyone is like, look at me driving down Pacific Coast Highway in my Ferrari because I know how to do a hundred thousand squats and completely yeah. bullshit at the end of the day. Like, you know what I mean? It's always like a fantasy and people don't really realize that. Yeah. And even like, it gets really tiring trying to put that out there. Even though I felt like I was mostly being myself, the fact that I had to be myself in front of everyone Mm. was always really exhausting. You know, like, oh, I have to post every day. I have to do an IG story. Like, 
I have to show you this picture of these muffins I made so you can see that I'm like a person when really I just want to eat the fucking muffins and like get on with my day. I felt, I don't know, I felt a little bit like I didn't get to have my own pieces of myself because I gave so many of them away. All right. So so should I continue on the what I need to know most realm of your tarot questions? Okay. Yes, please. Do you want to know, what do you need to know most about your love life career, about the situation with my... Tell me about my son. What do I need to know most about my relationship with my son? Let's do it. All right. I'm shuffling. I'm shuffling. I'm shuffling. So you listening and think about what you want to know most about your situation with your son. Okay. Stop. The card that we have is the nine of cups. Oh, I do get that one a lot. Do you? That's interesting. What does the nine of cups usually mean for you? I'm pretty sure it means present fulfillment, but I might be wrong. Maybe I'm thinking of the 10. I get the 10 a lot. And the 10 is like, on my card deck, it's like a couple sitting in like their garden, you know, with their dogs surrounding them, an older couple. So it's like your life is gonna be good. Well, this is a boozy betch. She's got her (laughs) arms crossed. And she's got a shit ton of cups on display. So it's probably not that then. The nine of cups says what you wish for, you'll get. What do you really wish for in your life right now? What inner truths do you want to reveal themselves to you so you can work to the purest vision of hashtag blessed and not necessarily the most obvious one? Craving material is human, but welcoming an abundance with gratitude while knowing you'd be satisfied without more is true fulfillment. Interesting. I think it's what you wish for you'll get, like what you put out in the universe and... And then the themes are blessing, material comfort, wishes, granted, satisfaction. So basically being satisfied with what you have. Yes, and savoring the moment, perhaps. Mm -hmm. I think the the affirmation is, I'm so grateful to be alive and blessed with abundance. Yeah. So it's basically like the tarot telling you to take multiple seats and be thankful for what you have. (laughs) Sit the fuck down, bitch. (laughs) And then self-care. Research the KonMari method. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) It's a system of tidying up created by Marie Kondo in which you look at every item um, you own and say, does this spark joy? If not, get rid of it, a.k.a. donate it. Don't get rid of your child, please. (laughs) Does this spark joy? Buy I or feel borrow. personally attacked by this tarot reading right now. <laughs> so back to it. Back to your exit interview. Okay. Let's see if we can get to the bottom of why you're leaving. When did you start considering moving on? At the beginning of this year, I took a hiatus, which some people might remember. And I had been doing that because I think I want, it was was very much like, it's very much like friends. Like I wanted to take a break and see what would happen while we were on a break. And I, but I think before that I knew when I was working on Skate Miss this at the end of last year, I was kind of like, I don't know if I want to do this for another year. So I knew, I knew early this year that I wasn't sure if I was going to make it all the way through 2020 I could not have predicted what 2020 had in store for anyone. <laughs> no one could. Yeah, but um, I, I definitely knew that at the beginning of the year, I was looking for ways to do it in a way that felt 
better and more sustainable to me, especially because I had made that transition to like trying to talk to people about taking better care of themselves, both in their life and in their sport, right? And our sport taking better care of our people and realizing that I wasn't doing that for myself was kind of eye-opening, you know? Like, I was going to say, like, don't you think that perhaps, and stop me if I'm wrong, when you retired, when you decided to retire, it kind of felt like maybe foreshadowing what was to come. I don't know. I think when I thought I was, when I retired, I think I thought I was going to spend more time on the business and I was going to have more time for the business and things never work out that way. I feel like ultimately the relationship you have with roller derby, even when you retire is never one that you can predict how it's like how you're going to feel at any given day, how roller derby is going to show up in your life on any given day. Um, You know, whether it's going to be a good relationship or an abusive one, like, and so I, I think I thought that if I severed that tie with roller derby, where I was constantly having to put a lot of energy into the actual physical skating, that I would have more time for the business. And that's what I was hoping would happen. And it's just not what happened. I think I can't remember the name of his like Parkinson's law or something where like you fill, you fill your time with stuff, right? Like if (laughs) you just, if you let yourself, you'll fill your time with all this stuff that you have to do. And so you have to like set timers and blah, 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 blah. I think it's Parkinson's law. Maybe I'm wrong, but um, I just like had all this free time from roller derby now and it just got filled with stuff. Hmm that seems more important than what I'm doing in my business, I guess. What's the stuff? What's the important stuff that, if you don't mind me asking? I mean, it's it's mostly my son and my family. He's How old is your son? He's five now. And so things are starting to become apparent about who he is as a person and how he walks through the world and exists as a person that are very challenging to handle as a parent. And that just became more important. I mean, it was more important from the moment he was born probably, but it started to supersede everything else. I can't help but notice the time frame and like how yeah. um, <laughs> of your business. Yeah. It really does feel like they're closing a stage or moving them into another stage. Yeah. I mean, for, so I started Iron Octopus Fitness when he was just a baby because I think like, so I started it sort of in a, in a quarantine. Like, it's funny that I'm ending it also in like a lockdown and quarantine, but so there I was no at home coincidences with though, Brian. Yeah. <laughs> I was at home with him as a stay at home mom. And my partner and I had really talked a lot about like, I didn't want to be a stay at home mom and he wanted to be a stay at home dad, but I was a teacher and teachers make shit and our benefits suck. And like, there was just no way that I could have supported our family on my salary. So I stayed home and um, was stuck at home with this baby and like didn't know what to do and so the business started <laughs> and is he going to go back to school in the fall is he has he started going to school full-time uh no so he'll start kindergarten I mean I mean he'll start kindergarten in 2020 seems like a really innocuous thing to say but who knows like who knows if kids will go back to school but yeah that's the plan is that he'll start school um And I thought, like, I thought, like, oh, if I just make it through, you know, if I just make it through this month or this, you know, summer or whatever, and he goes to school, and then there's more time to work. And that was when I really realized, like, 
I don't want to do this forever. Like, I don't want this to be my job forever. So why am I going to keep doing it right now? Using up your newfound free time in order to work on something that is not really doing it anymore for you is kind of really depressing. <laughs> yeah. Like, yes. So, you know, I'm really glad that you're, you've taken that away or that, I don't know, that that's no longer an option because you need to take that newfound free time and delve it into, you know, whatever your next thing is going to be, I feel. Yeah. I mean, we'll see. Cause I've always had a job where I've been like helping people, right? Like I'm a teacher, mm-hmm. I work with kids, like I'm doing this coaching thing online I like maybe I just have a job where like like my partner where I just go to my job and it's not the greatest thing but it makes money and then I do the other shit on the side right like I've never had a job like that where I haven't been thinking about it every minute of every day wonder what that's like it's nice let me tell you I (laughs) I I was a freelance writer for like almost five years five ten years and just that whole non-stop having to like make earn money and make money to like be able to live once you get that neat and tidy nine to five it's it's almost liberating in a way because you have those boundaries you know with your time okay do you still want to stay with the what do you need to know most questions let's do the foundation and then move into another category next time i should probably be addressing my feelings but what's the strongest foundation to build upon is the question yes so i'm gonna think about that question do it and close your eyes and i'm going to shuffle i'm surprised you haven't i haven't gotten a sword yet and that's usually what i get focus on your question please prime i am okay stop what is the card the wand ace of wands dang I just forget what wands are because I rarely draw them. Wands? They're feelings, aren't they? I brought this into being. Okay, so like the question was, what's the strongest foundation to build upon? The Ace of Wands. Bursts of creative energy are elusive and we can't afford to sleep on them. Without action, they can burn out quicker than they were sparks. By doing... Italicized. We strike a match on the force of life itself, turning into a new venture of self-expression and transformative opportunities. The Ace of Wands is sometimes referred to as the Nike card. It says, just do it. This moment has the potential to change everything, but your will is the follow through. And the themes are inspiration, vitality, fiery beginnings, desire. Affirmation. I fully commit to making my passions a reality now. And so what's the strongest foundation to build upon? Oh my God, I'm exhausted just thinking about that card. Action. Action. (laughs) Obviously. Just just do it. (laughs) Don't think about it. It's what's, you know, that saying, ready, fire, aim. Mm -hmm. I think that's probably it. And then self-care. In Kundalini Yoga, the breath of fire, Agni Pran, is a rhythmic breathing technique with equal emphasis on the inhale and exhale, no deeper than sniffing. It's said to activate your solar plexus and release natural energy around the body, among other things. Look it up and practice doing it a few minutes each day for a week, noticing if you feel more energized. If you enjoy it, make it part of your morning routine. I appreciate that that book thinks I have a morning routine. Thank you, book. (laughs) Just add it. (laughs) Make it like it. (laughs) 
So action is your is your newfound strength and strong foundation. Numero quattro. Was this position what you thought it would be? No, no, it wasn't. <laughs> what was your expectation? I mean, I think the sort of postcard that you get of influencer society is that like it's going to be easy and you're just going to make money hand over fist and you're going to be able to live wherever you want and like travel and have time for your family. And it probably could be all those things, but not anytime soon. (laughs) If that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, there's a whole industry out there, which like, I don't know if people know if they're not taking that step to become like a personal brand, but there's a whole industry out there of people that are convincing you that having a personal brand is the right thing to do, right? It's like the new, the new job that everybody has and you can make money that way. And yeah, it seems like people make their money teaching others how to join the the fray. Yes. To become a social influencer and work from anywhere, right? Like that's the whole thing. It's like started with what's the book four hour work week or wherever, whatever, like you can, you can work from anywhere and you can live whatever life you want. And I'm just, not everyone can do that because not every job is built for that. And we can't have a society where everyone is an influencer. <laughs> no. But I think when I meet people and other people, cause I've done like masterminds and I've met people that have done this job also, I just look at them and I'm like, what do you, I don't understand how you can possibly care about all 10,000 clients that you have. And like, you're making all this money hand over fist. Like, I mean, I think I didn't realize like how deep into the actual roller derby community I was going to get and what that would mean for what I wanted to create, if that makes sense. Right. Like when you're just a part of your little team, when I was just a part of my little team up here in the Pacific Northwest, it like wasn't a big deal and didn't play anywhere. It was just like, I knew my team and I knew this team and that team and these other teams that were in the area. And like roller derby is very homogenous here in this place, right? Like I think probably in New York city, like roller derby is pretty homogenous, not in terms of like who plays, but in the way that the leagues operate and those sorts of things. And so like, it's pretty like Pacific Northwest Derby is a thing, right? Like it's a thing and we all exist under that umbrella. And so like realizing what roller derby looks like in Australia and the problems they have and like all of that stuff. And then also seeing the rise of like indigenous rising roller derby and BIPOC who skate and, you know, queer skate Alliance and recognizing that like this community or some parts of this community are really working hard to like drive it forward into a place that could be really transformational. And then suddenly I was like, Oh shit, I'm a part of this. Like (laughs) I'm on this train now. I'm not just a part of like, the roller, like, I'm not just a part of my little league anymore. I'm not just a part of the Pacific Northwest anymore. Like, I'm now part of all of this community. And how do I represent myself in the community in a way that I think is valuable and important and progressive and transformative when not everyone is doing that, if that makes sense. And then I think that there's also that push and pull where roller derby or derby skaters have a external ideal be it physical be it skill wise or whatever Mm -hmm. and an internal ideal 
And I feel like sometimes those are in loggerhead, at loggerhead, where they want to seem revolutionary and, you know, anti-racist or at least non-racist. And, you know, but yet very much engage in systems that can support their privilege (laughs) and like don't actively work to dismantle it. You know what I mean? I don't know. Does that make any sense? I feel like, and then, so I think that that's a friction there. That's a, that's a, you know what I mean? Like there are the people that want to look like the jacked up, you know, um, D1 skater and practice how she practiced. The only way you can look to be a D1 skater, right? Like that's, that's most of what we're seeing is like, well, there you go this way. And that's when capitalism feeds into roller derby. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. I just, it feels like you were the closest to in the fitness realm and in the coaching realm to trying to like negotiate those, those two arenas and, you know, you know, you know, like you, you were trying to get people's like, morals into shape <laughs> like, and I mean especially like you know white skaters I think that you were very vocal about hey we should it's not just black skaters or POC, POC skaters that need to talk about this we should be actively working about you know and that also became part of your mission I feel like as part of Iron Octopus Fitness. And I think that you mentioned the Bipaku and Black Diaspora and Team Indigenous, but I feel like you were doing that for the fitness realm. I mean, I was trying, but I am also white. And so I fail more times than I succeed, I feel like. Do you? Um, I, yes, <laughs> I'm 100% sure I fail more times than I succeed. I think the thing that you were talking about with that loggerheads is like, regardless of what your privilege is, I think it's a really human thing to not want to give up your seat at the table right? To like want to keep what's yours. I think that that's a really human thing. And so when you experience that friction, you have to get outside of yourself and, and decide, like, it has to be a conscious decision. I think, do I want to keep what's mine or do I want to make everything better for everyone? And that's true in in all places, right? Like if we're talking about social justice and we're talking about, you know, ableism, like all those things, I think that that's true in all those realms. I don't know what question I'm answering. I lost it. <laughs> Your answering was a position what you thought it'd be. Oh, yeah. No, it became so much more than I thought it would be. And I feel like I can't keep up anymore in the way that I want to because of all those things that we just talked about. Right. No, I, we're answering them <laughs> in a very roundabout, circuitous way. Okay, so you kind of went through the... What do I need to most? You know what you need to know most. <laughs> I do. Action. Yes. Nonconformity. And and gratitude and yes. acceptance. Contentment, fulfillment. Okay, Satisfaction. So do not donate your kid. <laughs> like, I will not donate my child. Uh, I will rent him out for short times <laughs> if anybody is interested. <laughs> Gotta give him back. Though. Tell me more about this hidden things category. What am I ignoring? What am I not seeing? What's holding me back? What am I denying? What am I seeing that's not true? What have I forgotten? What have I forgotten? Sure. Close your eyes. What have you forgotten? forgotten. What have you forgotten? Stop. The card of what? What have I forgotten? Temperance. Oh, great. What have I forgotten? A tempering process is needed. 
It's time to bring some contrasting elements into harmony. Temperance offers spiritual rejuvenation and energy that's both expansive and grounded. It's the realization that we have everything we need and we can embody our role in the universe by connecting to our source now. Refill your own cup. Commune with the elements. Add spirituality to your everyday life like an alchemical process. Your consciousness will shift for the better. Spiritually speaking, you can have it all. Look at that. Look what you've forgotten. Dang. You well, I'm glad to be all. reminded. I feel grateful, grateful and satisfied to be reminded That's right now. Dope. Okay. Um, so the themes are harmonizing balance, alchemical process flow. The affirmation is I find balance in knowing I am surrounded by beauty and protected and self-care and look at you weren't you just like pruning a tree today that's beauty in nature you were communing with nature i was i was cutting the shit out of it there you go and you're (laughs) getting a cat other more nature look at you you are okay self-care even if you don't believe in literal angels or you have an our guardian angel already dream up a guardian for yourself write down their distinguishing features in a journal And don't worry if it doesn't make sense. Your guardian could be an animal, a creature of another kind, a person who looks like your higher self. Then enter a meditative state and use your imagination to commune with them. Have them tell you they are here for you anytime you need to feel protected or connected. But anyway, that's what you've forgotten. You have everything you need. You have a guardian angel. You're spiritually communing. Your alchemical process flow. <laughs> I know I'd said this before, but I do feel really uh, harassed and called out by this tarot reading that you're giving. Okay. <laughs> attacked. Attacked. Yeah. Which Personally means, attacked. Which means that it's spot on, right? That it's yeah. relevant to your needs. Stop attacking me. <laughs> I see myself in this tarot and I don't like it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Blocked and reported. Um, okay, so we're at the halfway point in the workest questions from Zenefits.com. No promo. Um, <laughs> was training or assistance needed and offered? Yeah, I think you did. You went to the masterminds and mm-hmm. well, let me shut up because I'm conducting this exit <laughs> interview and I really don't need to talk for the organization. <laughs> I mean, you can, you know. <laughs> no, yeah, I mean, you have to like, I, well, I went and I got my certification and like took a bunch of classes and exercise science. And so I did that and then, you know, hired a business coach and have pretty much had one the whole time. But like we've already talked about, a lot of the coaching is rooted in things that I realized that I grew, I guess I grew out of them. Not that like when I started the business, I didn't think they were relevant, but I sort of grew out of them over time. And so then that created, I think, more friction through the training where I was like, this doesn't feel like it fits anymore. And it's actually just making things worse. And how do I deal with that aspect of like telling my coach that they're not giving me what they want? <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that was it. I did I did all of the things. Like, I definitely put the time and the effort and the fucking money into it. I don't know. I think you did get what you were going to get from it. Or at least you got the realization that it wasn't for you. Yeah. yeah. No one's going to take all of the training and, you know, knowledge and reflection, observations that you've accumulated. That's the good thing. Yeah. I mean, brain fog might take it, but that will be it. 
Hidden things, choices, blessings, snapshot questions, action questions. Well, let's go to action since okay. one of my cards was about action. Action. What if anything needs to be done? How can I communicate this in the best way possible? How will the trip go? Ooh, I like how will the trip go. I like that sort of vague and ominous <laughs> question. <laughs> All right. Okay. How will the trip go? go? We're all asking ourselves. Can this just be like a a draw for everyone in the world? (laughs) Seriously. How will the trip go? (laughs) Actually, I don't know if I want that pressure to like draw the right card. For the universe? Yes. (laughs) Okay. Stop. Six of cups. More cups. More cups. So we have this really beautiful um, couple in a orange and yellow ensemble uh, playing with a ball with cups over and under them. All right. Six of cups. Okay. So the, the question was, how will the trip go? Yes. How will the trip go? Six of cups, meaning nostalgia has a way of triggering us. Throwing us back into the past, regressing our sense of self to what it used to be, for better or worse. But our inner child isn't a thing of the past. We carry them inside us. This card asks you to revisit your memories, to get in touch with your inner child, and see what you can learn from them and carry forward with you. You're in a great position to do this inner work now, so parent yourself. How will the trip go? Look back. Dang, that was a deep-ass answer to a question that is also very deep. Okay, so the affirmation is, old stories have no power over me. I choose who I want to be. How will the trip go? That is such a good affirmation. You might have to text me that one later. I want to remember that one. It's self-care. Meeting and caring for your inner child is pretty easy. It just requires imagination and focus. In meditation, see yourself as a child. Say hi. Ask questions. Listen to what they have to say. Hold their hands. Make them laugh. Tell them you love them, that they're safe. Know that you can visit them anytime you feel the call. Healing them means healing you. I love that. And also, your guardian. I think that all of these cards are telling you that you're not alone. Yeah, know that, and that you have the inner fortitude and 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 reserves to to make what you want of this new phase. Yeah, whatever is behind this door. Exactly. Very exciting. And then putting my HR hat back on. (laughs) Was there a specific person or event that led to your resignation? Or your departure. I'm not going to say resignation because you have not resigned. <laughs> resigning. <laughs> I'm out of here. No. No. I think everyone has been really supportive. And I feel like this is the exact answer I would give to HR where I'm just like, get me out of here. Um, no, it wasn't. I guess me. I'm the one that led to it. It was a fully formed, self-actualized choice. I can go two ways. Help me decide which way to go. What are the pros and cons of these two choices? How can I make the best possible decision? Do this. Don't do this questions. <laughs> what should I do about this situation with my work? What shouldn't I do about it? What should I do about the situation with my sister, brother, mother, father, s- spouse? What shouldn't I do about it? 
I kind of want to delve into one of those what shouldn't I do questions. Okay. So what, what shouldn't, shouldn't I do about work? Is that okay. one of them? Yeah. Let's do that. What shouldn't I do about work? Sap. Justice. What we do in the present moment informs our future self. And to be present, now we have to accept the past. Receiving this card might mean you're in a situation that you believe is unfair or you've done something you need to learn from. Justice says be patient and self-compassionate, but take responsibility. Denying control won't get you the progress or the end result you seek. Release your doubts and fears the sword of sacred truth has your back. Trust the outcome. So don't deny or control the progress. Just go with the flow. Go with the flow. And then affirmation. I am a sacred point between understanding and action. It's funny. The action should show up again. Mm-hmm. And then in self-care, in yoga, Asanas require trust in order to achieve balance. Even standing in tree pose without squirming means finding our center of gravity and natural flow of energy. The achievement of literal and figurative harmony is a lifelong project. But start here. Attend a yoga class or watch a free yoga video and see what resistance comes up when you try to do some of the poses. Stick with it. See what you learn. Have you tried yoga? (laughs) It's not my favorite modality, but I have tried it. But have you tried yoga? (laughs) Can we call you in the future to discuss your reason for leaving? By which I mean, um, (laughs) what do you envision your relationship with the Derby community to be like going forward after you wind everything down completely? Uh, I mean, I kind of addressed this in the email today. I feel like there's lots of things that... I think I still want to say, I just don't know that I want to be, I still want to be in a train, in a car on the train. I just don't want to be the engine anymore, if that makes sense. (laughs) So yeah, like I still have lots of things I, I want to write about. I just, you know, would be doing them probably for other places or sometimes updating the blog because that's still going to be there because there's so much stuff that I've already created that like getting rid of that felt really like too much felt like you know throwing the baby out with the bathwater. I guess was the analogy I was going for Mm -hmm. and yeah there's lots of there's lots of stuff that's never been published that I've written and I like to write and so when that when I'm interested in writing again I will continue to do it and talk about the things that I think are important in roller derby. But yeah, I just don't, I don't want to be the one pushing the boulder up the hill anymore. (laughs) And I don't want to be, you know, in the engine of the train, but I will stay in the car. No. Yeah. I, and I don't want to give you another project or another project idea, but I could totally see you compiling all of that, all that you've written into another book. Like I feel like there's so much wisdom in it that you could definitely you know put it together and for posterity yeah what do you think? it's funny you say that a friend of mine who also runs an online fitness business also closed her business this year like earlier this year and when I closed mine she messaged me and she was like we should write a book together like kind of a facetious book called how to close your online fitness business <laughs> and I was like we should I'm sure there's a market out there because there's like all the books about how to get fitter and like how to build your own business if we're like don't do it it sucks 
dick. Like, stay that. away. I love. I would love to read that, honestly. Yeah. I think it would be fun to write, too. I but. need the flip side to all of these, like, launch your business. Da, da, da. Yeah. You know? Um. And I, I feel like you would, you wouldn't, you wouldn't couch it. You would give the real talk. You'd be like, "This isn't this." Yeah, yeah. This really sucked most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> Choices, blessings, hidden things, snapshots, questions, excellent questions, snapshots. What can I learn from the past? What is the future telling me? What cycles are impacting me? What have I learned? Where am I strongest? What should I look out for? What cycles are impacting me? Interesting. Okay. Hopefully this is not another question for the masses. I'm sorry, everybody. I hope it's a good poll. You are not responsible for anyone but yourself and your son. <laughs> your answer and your uh, minor. And the minor. That's okay, in stop. Your care. Okay. The emperor. Oh, man. Is that a goat? It's a goat. It's a, a great goat. It's a... Yeah. So the emperor what cycles are impacting you yes emperor 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 the emperor is the card of social order and rules it indicates mastery and authority in one's life because despite its stern cold reputation the the emperor allows us to use rules and the ability to say no to stand in our power as the authority in our lives it asks us to exercise discernment, confidence, and the ability to take stock. Without that ability to create order, we'd flail. Use it now. Dude, look at this. All these cards are basically telling you, you have it in you. Like, you, you have the power. Yeah, I feel like all these cards are like, you need to put things in order. You need to take action. I'm like, I've never had a problem with any of those things. I'm great at putting shit in order. You're also like the... The king of your domain, right? Isn't that yeah. also a, a Seinfeldism? Yeah. To, yes. You know, or the queen of my domain, I guess. Right. The to to like to forage a path ahead. I run things with integrity and conviction because I am the master of my life. Dang. <laughs> Okay, self-care. Saying no is difficult at the best of times, but learning how to do so is a crucial part of reclaiming your agency. Look for situations where you might be taking the path of least resistance against your better judgment. Instead of acquiescing, dig in your heels, defend yourself with clear, nonviolent communication. Make yourself heard and you'll be surprised how willing to compromise at the least people are. Okay. So they're at least willing to compromise if not give me what I want. Exactly. Yeah. That was, but it was like in parentheses. Yeah, it was was weird. weird. (laughs) All right. Strange turn of phrase for sure. For sure. Number eight. Two more questions of this. Is there something we can do now to keep you on staff? (laughs) No, No. I've made the decision. (laughs) Could you just turn back around and reopen everything? (laughs) Pretty please. (laughs) I've definitely like had those moments where nothing I've done has is undoable does that make sense like I could I could reverse course on everything that I've done and I've thought about it and I just like the pain of reversing course is worse than the pain of like continuing on and watching everything that I've built sort of like wither around me so to speak Mm. um but it's hard and I think 
I have had this thought and people have actually emailed me and been like, what if you just did less here or less here? And I'm like, I can't, I can't do less. Like, that's not it's just, like, you clearly have not been reading any of my emails if you think I can do less. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, no, I don't, I don't want to turn the ship around. I think I'm happy with my decision, even though it's, even though now is not the time that I feel like I can process it clearly, like that's going to happen later on, right. Where I'm going to be processing whatever's going on right now, but I still think it is the right decision. Also, I love how the card, the justice card was just about like, put your foot down and say no. Yeah. <laughs> the question was like, no, <laughs> I will not be turning around and changing course. Yeah. The email where I was like, it's closed. Where I was like, I have to write that email and send it out. Otherwise I'll never do it. Like I'll dither. But as soon as I say it out loud, like I'm going to have to, I'm just, I'm knowing that I'm going to stick to it. So no backseas, no back. Exactly. Right. You have choices, blessings in your life. I, have I done a blessings yet? I should probably do that. <laughs> you people think I'm negative. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Blessings. How can I restore my hope for the future? <laughs> yeah, let's just do that one. <laughs> that first question immediately, please. Yes. How can I restore my hope for the future? <laughs> Stop. Hmm. The- yeah. Oh, wands again. But reversed. The yeah. Six of wands reversed. So it's a dude on a carousel. <laughs> and all in black on okay horse. it's a carousel i thought it was like he was flying through the air on a unicorn but carousel makes more sense with the but wands I don't know, maybe i don't know it's, it's really... i think the way he's holding on to that wand makes me think it's a carousel maybe this a carousel. is the second six that has shown up too Interesting. sixes mean equilibrium stability harmony communication transcending bullshit nice what a great okay. number. Okay. Six of Wands reversed. There's a big difference between idealism and blind expectations. Don't be shaken if your plans are delayed or upset by roadblocks. As they say, change is the only constant. So don't let that stop you from accessing all your creative potential and setting goals for yourself, provided they're in the highest good, in your highest good. Scaling back on some overconfidence might be in order. After all, there are bigger forces at work. Make peace with that. Don't fight with it and you'll manifest what you want. Okay. Confidently in the directions of your dreams. That's what this card is. The card is that's how you restore your faith in the future. Like don't don't be shaken by any delays or upsets. It's ultimately gonna work out. You're just you know, make peace with it. Don't fight it. You manifest what you want. Affirmation is I welcome success into my life as my birthright. Self-care. Practice writing out a list of everything you want to manifest, but use the present tense. (laughs) Can you believe this, dude? This is getting some good cameos in tonight. Cameos, yes. (laughs) Um... (laughs) Practice writing out a list of everything you want to manifest. (laughs) Use the present tense. If you want to get a certain new job, for instance, 
Right. I am deeply fulfilled and acknowledged for my great, sorry, I'm going to start all over. Right. I am deeply fulfilled and acknowledged for the great work I'm doing at my job. Do it weekly, even if the list barely changes. Leave it somewhere where you can see it often. All right, pal. He's just trying to manifest. He's really, it's just not, he's like chanting. <laughs> he's like, uh, anyway. Um, would you consider coming back in the future or recommending friends to work here? <laughs> no. No, no, no. I think you've made abundantly clear yeah. why. <laughs> yeah, I also would not recommend. I get a lot of people emailing me and being like, I want to do what you do. And I'm like, don't. <laughs> it's pretty much my whole email to them is like, don't. It's not what you think it's going to be. It's really hard. Um, and you should and, say that I'm actually leaving. <laughs> yeah. I'm actually not going to be doing what I do. <laughs> yeah. And here's um, why. Yeah, these are the reasons why. And I think it was like the business was successful by all metrics. Like my business, my business coach was like, why are you closing? Like you're making money. And I was like, well, it's not about money. Thank you for illustrating why you're not my business coach anymore. Uh, but I think it takes a certain type of person to do this for like the long haul. And I just don't think that that person is me. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. I think that also the timing is really something because aren't you, it's almost your birthday. You're Gem- we're in Gemini season, right? Yeah. So your new moon is going to be coming and you're going to be like, it's time to embark on a whole new phase, adventure, yeah. world. I mean, it's also a very Gemini thing to like not spend a lot of time with one thing. So like, you know, five years is a long time to do something for a Gemini. <laughs> <laughs> I can see that. Y'all got y'all are busy people. Y'all got we are. We're we bounce from thing to thing. Yup. And once you're dead to us, you're dead to us. Alrighty, pal. Sorry, roller derby community. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'll be around. <laughs> All right, not sorry. Joking, not joking. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Action questions. Snapshots. Snapshots again. I like that one. Okay, so there was, what can I learn from the past? What is the future telling me? What cycles are impacting me, which we answered? What have I learned? Mm -hmm. Where am I strongest? What should I look out for? What should I look out for? Okay. Is it murder hornets? Stop. The world. (laughs) Damn. Prime versus the world. You, and you were onto something. You were asking if you should pull cards for the world. <laughs> the world indicates completion and great accomplishment. At best, it means attainment of highest level consciousness, a spiritual triumph. Evolution is inevitable, but unlocking our achievements also means moving into a new cycle. Celebrate the incredible things you've done and look forward to what's to come. Know that your most liberated successful self is just the portal into something new welcome in a glorious new chapter and know that it will be great dang thank you world that's what you should look out for enlightenment fulfillment the end is the beginning freedom affirmation i attain my life's purpose when i embody my oneness with the universe Self-care. Play some emotionally uplifting music through your speaker, headphones, close your eyes, dance, just start dancing. Now, even a little bit. After the world card, the major arcana cycles right back down to the fool again. 
Are you willing to be the, are you willing to be foolish? Notice your insecurities as they come up. Would it be, what would it be like to get rid of them? Dance as you ponder that question. So last but not least, is there anything else you would like us to know about your time here? (laughs) That's a really broad question. I tried. I tried really hard. You did. You no, I not that you tried. <laughs> wow. Right. I meant you try you didn't try, you did. You, you <laughs> sure tried hard. I'm sorry. I just no, it's fine. I don't I don't know what I was gonna say after that. I I tried really hard to probably the detriment of my own health sometimes. And I wish that I could have made bigger changes and it will probably that will probably be the thing that haunts me most out of all of this is that I feel like I didn't do enough for the things that I think are important. As someone who's been a recipient of your services, of your coaching, you definitely did. You definitely helped and you accomplished, I don't know, you made a profound impact in my experience in Derby, if that's worth anything. Of course it is, because you are worth something. So that matters to me. (laughs) Or do you want another tarot card? (laughs) Or do you want to just wrap up and tell me your self-care tip? Let's just wrap up, because I probably need to go to bed. (laughs) Also, that that world card was pretty... Yeah, we should definitely end on that. (laughs) For sure. Can't really top that. What's your self-care tip? I, well, it goes all the way back to the first card and the first like self-care tip, which is to read for pleasure. I read for pleasure a lot. Um, I usually have one like nonfiction book and one fiction book. And it's like the only thing, especially right now, it's the only thing that is like keeping me together is to know that I can open up my book or my Kindle and like read trashy romance novels to forget gonna, about my day. <laughs> nice. I was going to say, do you have a, do you have a, a recommendation? Um, I really like super trashy like books. So I would prefer not to make a recommendation if that's all right. <laughs> Fair enough. Very trashy. Okay. What would you like to hold space for? I think everybody that is not safe right now is what I would like to hold space for. Feels like Feels like we should all be able to go somewhere where we're safe. And I know that that's not true at any point. And it especially feels heavy right now that that's not true. Who is your MVP? It could be a person, place, or thing, derby or non derby related, skating or not skating related. Um, I mean, probably my son and my partner <laughs> that like remind me that even when I'm doing all of this stuff and even when I am acting a fool. <laughs> I guess, to come back to the world when I fall off the edge of the world and I'm the fool again, that they still love me, that I'm still worthy of love. Like, that's really what they remind me of. And so they're they're my MVPs all the time, probably. Yay. Well, Prime, thank you. Good luck with your future endeavors. (laughs) I hope you will consider us. And if you'd ever need us to write you a recommendation. No, but seriously, on the real, thank you. And thank you for all that you've contributed to the Derby community over the past five years. You've definitely made your presence known. The Derby community is better for your contribution to it. Thank you. That means a lot. Yeah, thank you.
You're I'll be around. I'll just be uh, my much more introverted and less performative, authentic self. Sweet. <laughs> Can we? Looking forward to it. Yeah. <laughs> there, there won't be as much to see, but it will be there. It'll be awesome.